0: What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the After Youth Podcast, the podcast for young adults by young adults. I'm your host. I'm Josh Cave, and I'm joined by my co-host, Garrett Vess. Today, we have a special guest joining us, my wife, Molly Cave. We're so excited she's joining us. And Today, we're going to answer the question, is it wrong to go to a young adult group? but not attend that church. Let's jump in. What's up guys, today we're talking about the question, is it wrong to go to a young adult group, but not go to that church? this question actually comes up a lot in different church circles. A young adult might want to go to a young adult group and be a part of the program that they have, but for whatever reason doesn't want to go on Sunday mornings. Maybe, maybe they have family or friends that attend another church on Sunday morning, or, or they don't go to church at all outside of that. Uh, but for whatever reason, this question ends up coming up. Is it wrong for me to go to that young adult group but not attend that church on Sunday morning, and I want to talk about real quick why we want to hit on this issue. We could just leave it and not worry about it, but I think it's really important because there are a lot of people that drop out of church once they leave youth group, and it can be for one reason or another we'll talk about a couple of those issues in just a second, but maybe maybe you don't want to go to a Sunday morning service, maybe you've been hurt by church or Whatever reason it is, maybe it's boring, but you've decided you'd like to take a chance on a, on a young adult group. It's kind of your style. It's, your, it's an opportunity for you to fit into a group that's your own age and make some friends. And so we want to talk about this genuinely. Like if you're interested in joining a young adult group, is it okay if you don't want to go on Sunday morning? But there is actually a huge number of students that leave church after youth group. A study at Lifeway Research stated that there were 69% of students that were going to church at age 17, the number lowered to 58% at 18, and all the way down to 33% in their 20s. So this is a huge drop. And there are several reasons why they leave church and don't want to come back. A couple of them, you know, they may feel judgment, they have issues with the pastor, or they, they sense hypocrisy or know about hypocrisy in the church. While a young adult group doesn't you know alleviate all of these issues, there are still some pastors involved. Maybe there's a chance for you to feel judgment by some people. But overall, whenever you go into a young adult group, there's a lot less judgment from people that are your own age, people that grew up in similar situations young adult leaders usually don't have the high esteem and even the platform that a senior or lead pastor would so that doesn't mean that they don't fail or they have issues but but it's not put on display like a lead pastor is and they also have a lot less going on you know they can focus pretty pretty heavily on that young adult group and in a church in anything at all there's always gonna be hypocrites, there's always gonna be people that say one thing and live another way. But in a young adult group, everybody is growing, everybody is learning together at the same time. And so there's a lot a lot less expectation to be perfect, to live the absolute perfect life, and and so maybe there were a few of those things that you were concerned about with going to church. You know, feeling that judgment, worried about the pastor, all these different things. I hope that that you'll give a young adult group a chance, and this podcast is going to be set up a little bit different. Usually, me and Garrett go back and forth on on a topic and discuss it, but usually that's after we've done a lot of talking about it and talking about the actual topic itself. But today, I want to go at it a little bit different. I've still got Garrett here with me. We're going to jump into some things, but also, I've asked my wife, Molly, to Jump in alongside us, and she's going to help answer some questions with us and go through this topic. So we're just going to start out our discussion real early on in this episode today. So Molly, you want to go ahead and say hey to everybody?
1: Yeah, hey guys.
0: Yeah, we're we're glad to have you, and I think your perspective in this is going to play at least going to play a big role and give people a, another outlook on this topic rather than just me and Garrett. One of the things I want to ask, and Molly, this is something that we've talked about off podcast about uh, kind of diversity in young adult groups. Diversity is a a big word right now, but this is a little bit different. This is uh, kind of talking about like denominations and stuff. In your experience in a young adult group, uh, what kind of diversity have you seen? Like what can people expect whenever they walk in?
1: Yeah, so Garrett and I actually went to the same young adult group together before Josh and I moved. For me, I was the oldest one in the group. I had just graduated college right before the group started, and so I was about 22 at the time, and there were fresh 18-year-olds coming in, so there was a big gap there, and I was a little nervous about that, but knowing Garrett and um, some other kids in the church, that was... That's kind of where I plugged in there through I think Garrett and some other people in the group, they started bringing in other friends that they had from high school that they graduated with and just some other experiences or things, whether it was from sports they played, they brought in friends from that. and so it was really cool to have people from different denominations because you know we grow up and we go to one church or for the most part like for me, I went to one church my entire life. So I didn't really get a lot of experience with other denominations and other backgrounds and stuff. So to have people from other backgrounds come together and realize, hey, we all have basically the same things in common. We all love Jesus, love each other, and we're trying to navigate life and figure it out. So it was cool to see that, expe- uh, that perspective. But also, there are people that were coming in that had never been to church before. They weren't really going to church just for different reasons. And so to have that and to see how much we had in common and how, for lack of a better term, freaked out we all were about starting – or for me, I just graduate college – but just starting life in general, I think that was, that was so eye-opening but also so um, welcoming and inviting and just reassuring to me.
0: Yeah, and I think it's really cool – the way you talk about that, that so many people from all these different backgrounds, all these different places, that they kind of found a home in the same place. And obviously, we don't know every situation of every young adult group. But from my experience, from Molly's experience, and I would, I would say, speaking for Garrett, that, uh, that young adults are generally more accepting of people from different backgrounds and different denominations. You can feel more confident jumping into a young adult group that you might not feel as comfortable going on a Sunday morning and and seeing very, uh, very precise denominational lines between different churches. Uh, Garrett, Molly mentioned a little bit about um, some people that you brought in and things like that. I think you actually have a lot of perspective on this issue. There's been several people you've invited to church and came from churches that weren't yours. Do you have anything that you want to add to some of what Molly said about inviting those people and stuff?
2: Everyone was welcome. And everyone is welcome. And I think any young adult group that I'm a part of or what whatever, even if I just know about the young adult group, I think they always need to be just welcoming to whoever. I think it's really cool that the fact that there's a lot of people in the young adult group that we have at my church and then the one I go to with Aubrey. There's a lot of people at both of them that go to the young adult group that don't go to church there, that have very different backgrounds from the actual church itself. And I think that's cool because that says a lot about a young adult group that, you know, I didn't grow up in a church like this, but I feel really welcomed here and I really enjoy it here and that's why I come. And I think that I mean, that's, I think that says a lot about your group and just, I'm just using refuge as an example. It says a lot about refuge when you have a lot of different backgrounds coming together that you wouldn't really expect, you know? I don't know. That's just, I think it says a lot, means a lot. And I think, I think that's ultimately the picture of Jesus, you know, Jesus had all these different followers. And, I mean, look at his disciples, like, what they came from. Like, they were all different. They were all different from each other. They all had different backgrounds, but they all came together for one cause. And I think that's that's just so cool how it all works out. And uh, that's what's special about a young adult group, I think, because there's a lot of churches, you know, that it might be older church and you have just an older congregation, and that's all you have and it's all the same type of people and there's you know there's there's no difference in anybody, you know.
1: Garrett, just touch on what you said. I think um I personally feel like it's kind of a good thing to branch out and like how you there's nothing wrong with, you know, obviously Florence First where you go church where I grew up. Um but to be able to branch out and just be Garrett at another group, but surrounded by like-minded people i think that's something where you can kind of find yourself and kind of build on your own beliefs and values and what your views on life are but and not just be you know garrett vest son of kenneth and christy but be like garrett vest who majors in this and you know is wanting to do this like to be your own person
2: yeah i was uh telling josh um we were talking about this before you know we were getting ready to actually uh, record the podcast and um me and him were just talking about um you know I get the the privilege of going to refuge you know and leading in refuge and then I also have the privilege of going to uh Aubrey's young adult group and it's nice because it's it's like you said it's somewhere where I can kind of branch out and I can be ministered to. And I can meet these new people. And not that you're not meeting new people at Refuge, but I'm also having to lead and do all this other stuff. And it's just nice to be able to be ministered to instead of like necessarily like I'm not having to lead worship or I'm not having to like talk to everybody and make sure everybody's not that there's anything wrong with that. But, yeah, I just it's nice to be able to be ministered to. you know, kind of be like, oh, you know, that's Garrett, you
0: know. Yeah, like that's the, that's the Garrett we grew up with. We've known him since he was in diapers, you know. Uh, I want to go ahead and answer the question real quick. How do churches feel about it? And I think all of us have a little different perspective on this. Uh, I've worked at four churches in my life, three on staff and one as an intern. And so I've gotten to see staff meetings you know, and what I've seen from the inside is that churches ninety five percent of the time are thrilled to have somebody joining whatever group they're a part of. They're not searching out you know who's who's going to this group but not going on Sunday morning you know who's who's going to this group but not paying their tithe or something like that you know they genuinely they set up these groups so that people can come closer to God. That's the goal. you know. These churches, they have different ministries and different outreaches and all these things so that you plug into a group that fits your needs so that you can have a closer relationship with God. It's not about the church itself. It's not about the building or about what happens on Sunday morning. Their goal is to help you grow as a believer. And so I would say with 95% certainty that the churches that I've been a part of the churches that I know about would be thrilled to have somebody in a group, even if they don't go on Sunday morning. Like I said, they're not seeking them out to be like who can we, who can we go yell at because they're not here on Sunday morning. It's nothing like that. But Garrett, you've got a you've got an interesting perspective because your parents actually are leaders in refuge. So how do how do they feel about somebody joining the group but not attending a Sunday morning service?
2: Well. You know they, I get to have a lot of different kind of conversations with them. I mean, we talk about we talk about refuge, like three or four times through the day. It feels like, but we um, you know, talking to them about that, their main goal is to, you know, lead young adults, lead them to Jesus. That's their main goal, and you know, you we've got a majority of our group like has been people that didn't go to Florence first. Um, right now, it's probably like half and half, probably say. But um, in the past and now, I mean, it's always been a heavy uh, heavy side to they just don't go on Sunday mornings or they go to another church. And uh, like I said, their main goal is they want young adults to be able to come together to, uh, to a community of, People their age, people that struggle with the same things they struggle with, deal with the same things. They're in this same path of life. Their main goal is to get them there together and get them connected so that, you know, they can figure out, you know, their walk with people their own age, people that they can connect with. And so when it comes to them not if they don't come on Sunday mornings, well, it could be because they you know, they have a home church that they're faithful to. And they might not have a young adult group. And, uh, you know, some of them, they might not just go to church on Sundays. I'm sure they would love for everybody that attended the young adult group to go to church on Sunday morning at Florence i I'm sure they would love that. But they know that that's not going to be the case. But they're okay with it because they still come to refuge.
0: I think you brought up a good point also that is that uh, there are a lot of churches that don't have a young adult group uh, so there are I know there are a lot of people at Florence first that go to refuge because their home church doesn't have a vibrant young adult group and so so obviously there's no judgment in you going to this group and then not going on Sunday morning because there is a huge number of different reasons that you can be attending somewhere else and it Might not be just because Florence First isn't your cup of tea or whatever church, whatever church it is, you know, it can be for a lot more reasons than just that. Uh, Real quick, Molly, I want to get your perspective on this because you've worked on staff at churches with me, but for a long time of your life, like you weren't on, you weren't there on a pastoral role and you might not have been like your parents aren't leading young adult groups uh so what kind of perspective did you have whenever people from other churches came in
1: i want to try to hit on first like when i graduated high school there really wasn't a young adult group in our church i think they try to start one for a little bit but i think it may have everybody kind of moved off by the time that it was time for me to you know actually join a group but um so there wasn't one you know all the way until i graduated college literally like the year after I graduated college is when Refuge started. And so looking back and seeing all of these fresh high school graduates coming in and having a group to plug in and connect with, no matter if it was with their church or whatever, but just having a group of young adults to hang out with and talk about your good days, your bad days, the awkward moments that happen in college or throughout your day, what you're dealing with at that moment, I wish so bad I had thought and about finding a young adult group. I know my church that I grew up in, they would have, without a doubt, they would have pushed me and said, go find it. We want you to continue growing in Christ. We know we don't have that that area that to touch on right now in our church, so we want to help you find it. Um, they would have, you know, definitely encouraged me. And I wish I had done that because I think it would have helped with those lonely moments and really the confused moments of, you know, do I and don't get me wrong. I had tons of friends um, that were, you know, some were unbelievers and but, you know, I loved on them. They loved on me. But it just it's something different when you have a like minded person that will that can you can just be totally vulnerable with and they can help you grow in your relationship with Christ.
0: Yeah. And I think that's really good that even the perspective that your church would have been accepting of you going to find something to fulfill a need in your life, you know, because if churches don't have a young adult group, likely they would like to, they would like to have somebody that could do it, but they don't have the resources or whatever it is to be able to make that a program. And so just because they don't have it doesn't mean that they don't think it's good for you. Uh, so I think it's good that you that you touched on that. What I wanted to ask you was, how did you react to somebody somebody else coming in that wasn't going to that church or somebody new coming in?
1: So yeah, like obviously I was the old one of the group. Like I said, I think I was 21, 22 at the time. And so everybody that was bringing in new people were like 18, 19, but I was so excited to, even though like I really should have been meeting people my own age, but to meet people that were coming in and having a new perspective on life. Um, I've actually developed a ton of friendships from that. It was a little like for me, I, I'm an introvert. I'm, it's a little difficult for me to go up to somebody and say, hey, but with that group, they made it so easy to interact with people start conversations you know just hey how's college going or how's whatever you're starting your career how's that going it made it so easy to join in and to to get to know new people but once we got in and we got to really talking and interacting with each other like I'm about to do a shout out but not gonna say a name but this person knows who it is this one person that was brought in through a person brought in through Garrett I don't think we would have ever met had they not been brought to the group. But as soon as we met, like we hit it off, we started hanging out more. We actually went and got our ears pierced together. We we check we don't talk as much now because we've moved, but we check in on each other and stuff. And it's so fun to have that and so amazing to have that relationship. That person you can go back to or, you know, people you can go back to and just have that lifelong relationship with.
0: Yeah. And I mean on that same note, me and Garrett met through refuge uh, so our relationship, even this podcast, is a development from relationships built in Refuge. And that's how we met, you know, we built a relationship through playing video games and stuff like that. But uh, but we're friends because of, because of Refuge, because of a young adult group, and because Molly brought me in as somebody that was on the outside at one point. And I want to shift gears a little bit. And I want to tell you, if you're listening and and maybe you've heard all this and you're like, like all those stories are great, you know, like that sounds cool, but I'm still a little bit concerned. You know, you guys said that your churches are cool with it, but what if I'm looking at a church and they're not okay with it? Or maybe I just don't know if they're okay with it. Uh, I want to give a piece of advice here. I would ask, uh, it sounds like too simple, but a lot of A lot of young adult groups have Facebook pages or they have groups and different things like that online, or maybe they have a website and a contact us page. I would go ahead and take the initiative and ask and message them on Facebook and be like, hey, I don't go to your church, but I'd like to join your young adult group. Is it okay if I go, but I don't have plans to go on Sunday morning? And this does two things. First of all, they can answer your question. (laughs) And they can alleviate some of that worry, some of that stress. But also, it can connect you with somebody in that young adult group. I know for young adult leaders that I know, they would be thrilled to know that you're coming ahead of time. Not so that they can prepare or anything like that, but just so that they can be ready to welcome you with open arms. If they know you're coming, they're just more ready for you. You know, they'll they'll be excited. They'll be pumped up to have you there. But like I said, it answers your question. It, it makes you feel a little more relieved. But also, you know, maybe a friend invites you, you know, they text you like, hey, you want to come to my young adult group this Wednesday? Ask them, you know, be honest with them, be like, hey, you know, I don't have plans on coming on Sunday morning. Is that OK? You know, or like, are you guys OK with that? Because it's important that you're able to go in and feel comfortable and be ready to build relationships, be ready to get to know people. I think that's going to make you make it a whole lot easier as you go through this, as you jump into this new group. And I want to talk just for a minute about some of the benefits of being part of a young adult group.
1: Yeah. And another thing too, if you're not comfortable with going to an actual service, I know several young adult groups that they have, um, whether it's outreach or not even just outreaches, but like, refuge from my experience we had um like thursday nights where you could go in it wasn't the service night it was just like three hours we could come in quiet time studying or it always ended somehow in karaoke i don't know how but we had like foosball and stuff so you could just go hang out there wasn't a service there wasn't um i mean there's nothing wrong with services don't get me wrong i love them but it was just a fun way to kind of like dip your toes in the water see how it how the atmosphere was and if it was really something you were interested in.
0: Yeah, so instead of going to a service, say on a Wednesday night or a Sunday night, uh take advantage of if they have a hangout night or if they have an event, maybe they're going you know, maybe they're going to you know bowl or something like that, or just, you know, take over a restaurant or something like that, you know, that you might can take advantage of one of those events where there's not the pressure of having worship and having preaching and worried that, you know, it's going to be awkward or something like that, that you can just get in there and hang out. Uh, I think that's really, really a good point. Garrett, what's your favorite part of any young adult group? What's your, what's your favorite part of it?
2: Uh, my favorite part is definitely the community. Just, you know, I've, I've already talked about this quite a bit, but the community of having people your age together just I mean you're going through the same stuff and I mean even if you're in college or you're not in college you're working I mean you're still dealing with the same struggles that everybody else in that group is dealing with and so um it's just so easy to connect with others in a young adult group and so that's I mean that's by far my favorite part because you're just you're not alone, I know sometimes in a church service you know sometimes the preacher it feels like he's preaching to you know everybody else in the congregation but you or he's preaching to no one else except you and it it can feel you know kind of single kind of feel singled out and so when you're in an uh, a group like this, you know I mean you're all in it together and it's just I don't know, it's something about it. That's just and I know there's, you know, you got uh, all the games and you got the worship and you got the preaching and you got the retreats, the trips, but all that it it all comes down to just being there for one another. That's that's the best part about it.
1: Yeah, and I kind of like I would definitely agree with Garrett on that. And part of, you know, my favorite part was even though it shouldn't be, we all know that living our daily lives and going to church, um, we put on a front. We're not as vulnerable as we can be. We're not really ourselves. No matter how hard we try, there's always going to be those walls up because we don't want to show the bad parts, the rough parts, you know, our bad week we had um, where we're struggling. And so in Refuge, And, of course, I keep referring to Refuge because that's my experience with young adult groups. But in Refuge, it was so amazing to be able to go and be like, oh, man, this week sucked. Like, college was hard or which, of course, like I said, I was graduated, But like for me, work was hard. But like other people like Garrett or somebody else that I was hanging out with, like they could just spill everything that they had going on that week because we were all dealing with some type of the same issue or we had recently dealt with that issue. And so to just be able to just lay it all out there and to have people that are not just sympathizing, but empathizing because they understand what you're going through in that moment. And I know there's other people older than us that they went to college, they started their career and stuff, but like ever I mean, things are changing constantly. College is different. Life is different now than what it was, you know, even ten years ago. And so to have somebody that's experiencing, oh, that that professor, you know, at the local college, like nobody likes this class. Like to have somebody that can just something as simple as that, just to rant about or to, you know, say, man, I'm, you know, not doing so great in at job by my job right now. I'm getting hounded by my boss, Um, you know, because we're all starting this new journey in life where we're trying to figure out who we are who what our career is um we have to make a lot of decisions to for the rest of our life at that age (laughs) and so to have other people that totally get it and just to let loose is i mean i i loved it
0: yeah and i would echo that same thing about community where that's really the most valuable thing that i gained from that you know Building relationships, you know, growing with other people. Uh, one thing that I would add that's maybe a little bit different was a lot of young adult groups that I've seen offer opportunities for people who feel a calling in some area. You know, I I play guitar and I played on worship teams for a long time, but uh, my real passion, my real heart, was for preaching. Uh, I still love it; it's something that I enjoy. As I've been trying to grow in my ability I've gone to young adult groups that have you know opened up the microphone to me and you know, allowed me the opportunity to to share what got to put on my heart and uh not just a learning experience but also just an opportunity that we hear from somebody our age you know that's going through things but you know as Garrett's talked about he's on the worship team for refuge and so he plays guitar and he's He's doing that, and they've, they've offered other people the opportunity, the opportunity to do the same, where they were passionate about music and getting to serve God in that kind of capacity, but they're not really ready to step on a Sunday morning stage or to preach on a Wednesday night or something like that. And so there's this chance to grow in what you feel called to. I think that's another benefit to me uh, of being in a young adult group. One last question, and we'll wrap up. Uh, Molly, I'm going to start with you this time. If you could tell a listener that's worried about getting into a young adult group, they're stressed out about it, they're nervous about it, if you could tell them one thing, what would you say?
1: I would definitely say don't be like me when I was in college and be scared to join one and reach out and find one. You know, it wasn't in my comfort zone of my church and so I was nervous to get out there. Definitely, you know, reach out to somebody. You don't have to just jump all in. You don't have to jump on the worship team. Like, they're not gonna come chasing you down to do all of these things, but just kind of, you know, dip your toes in the water. See how it, you know, meet somebody that is in the group that you know pretty well or you've met and you wanna kind of learn more about it.
0: Garrett, I'm going to ask you the same question. What would you say to a listener that's worried about jumping into a young adult group?
2: I would just tell them, you know, check on, like, social media. You know, get a feel of um, if you think you might like it, if it's good for you. And then we were talking about, you know, we have those on Re- uh, at Refuge on Thursday night. Like, there's a hangout night or something. Or just kind of a night where you can go and meet people and it's more laid back rather than a service where it's, you know, worship and a word and then people kind of leave. It's more of a time where you get to really get to know people and maybe try out with that. I mean, um, but as far as being nervous or anything, I think any young adult group that you go to um, that you should be a part of will... Lovingly open up their arms to you and you'll be greeted, and they'll love you for um just being there, you know if you can get over the the thought of oh, i'm not I'm gonna be alone or I'm just worried to go like when you get there like you're gonna be greeted you're gonna they're gonna love to have you there, and if they don't, then it's not the place for you,
1: yeah, don't let one experience of a bad young adult group hinder any other chances of checking out another one. Um, And like Garrett said, as far as being welcomed and stuff, again, touching on refuge. And if you're in the Shoals area, go check them out because I guarantee you the moment they see you coming through the door, their eyes are going to light up and they're just going to be like, hey, how's it going? What's your name? You know, checking in, not because they want another number, but because they love people and they love getting to Feed into your lives, but also you feed into their lives.
0: Yeah, I I think both of those are really good. I would just say, just take that step. Take that jump. Everybody's nervous going to something new. But if you can imagine six months down the road, the relationships you're going to have, the people that you're going to know, the the friendships you're going to build because you took this step, I think you'd be amazed. And I think it'll help you keep in focus the end goal. If you've got a true heart and you're really wanting to seek out God, seek out godly friendships, God's going to take care of that. He's going he's gonna to work it out for you. So there's nothing to be worried about, nothing to be stressed about. But I want to thank you guys so much for listening today. Molly, thank you for joining us. But we will see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. I hope what you heard today was insightful and it meant something for your life right now. If anything that we've said has been meaningful for you, would you consider going and giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts? Not only does it help us, but it helps us reach more people and more young adults that are going through the same things that you're going through. We want to thank you again so much for listening and we'll see you next week.